Everybody has a podcast. Podcast. far too kind my man how goes it man i can't complain just sitting you know 
watching the weather like an old person. Um, <laughs> from the last time I talked to you earlier this evening, apparently the eye of this storm is supposed to be coming over where I live. Oh, shit. Because it keeps moving. Ah. It's like the storm keeps crossing over like Allen Iverson. Like, they don't know where it's going. Oh, hell. Is it getting worse over there? Uh, it still hasn't, like, had any significant rain in the last couple of hours, which is concerning based off of looking at this Doppler radar that they're showing and the projected models. Hmm. Well, hopefully it won't be an issue if it gets kind of crazy. We'll uh, we'll do what we got to do, but you know, that uh, that can happen. So, hopefully not. But man, what uh, what was your weekend like, my friend? What I mean, the weekend wrap up, baby. What was going on out there in H time? Man, if it didn't involve sitting in front of the TV watching college football, I can't tell you because everybody that I know. At a bar watching football, or they were still watching football, man. Dominated by the college football scene. It's gonna be a lot of those. Yeah, man, that's what mine was like, you know? Lots of games. Pac 12 after dark. I mean, it's carrying you on in to the late night. And then after the football games, well, strip club. You know? For those of us who really have a good hookers. All right. But anyway, man, <laughs> rooftop bars. What do you think about rooftop I bars? Pretty cool, right? Yeah, man. I like a good rooftop. Yeah, I went and checked out uh, one this weekend. It was pretty cool, pretty chill. Uh, watched Arkansas whoop that ass, whooping on some Texas ass. And I was surprised as I drank oh, my... Um, Miller Lite. Not a Michelob Ultra. I don't drink Michelob Ultras. You know what I'm saying? Why were you surprised that Arkansas beat up on Texas? I don't know, man. Maybe I shouldn't have been, but I just was. I was like, hmm. But, uh, no, old dude, man. It was Sam Pittman, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Hey, he's turning it around. I like it. I like it. But now looking at it, I mean, logically, I guess you could see why it would, they would get that ass whooped. But I mean, still, I wasn't the only one taken aback. But yeah, yeah you know, sorry. Who else was taken aback? New program. The Texas, the Texas faithful out here. <laughs> I know that's right. I'm like, you sure you want this SEC smoke? Even the bottom barrel of the SEC is beating y'all down. Uh, they don't want none. They don't want, they're about to see. They're about to see how it is. They're about to see what is going on. I hope they throw them in the SEC East. Who's that? I said, I hope they throw Texas in the SEC East. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. That would be interesting. Because clearly geography does not even matter anymore. That's what I'm saying, because I would think they would be in the West, but... Yeah, you're right. No, it doesn't. I mean, this shit's going to be interesting, though. I want to see what the dynamic's going to be, because they're not, like we said on our earlier podcast, they're not coming over here running anything. So what? how is Texas going to align, you know? 
this fucking weekend was great. Had some crazy shit going on. Texas A&M looking like shit. My ducks fucking up the buckies. Um, man, just a lot of shit going on, man. That's why we love Cali footballs. Do you have a a, a a fucking game that stood out to you, Reezy? Man, I got a game that stood out to me for all the wrong reasons. And I'm going to have to take it back to last Monday. So give me a chance to build this up, okay? Yes, sir. So last Monday, we thought we had an instant college classic when Notre Dame and Florida State, they were battling it out came down to like a field goal with time running out. Notre Dame wins by three points, right? Win by a field goal. And so we're thinking, oh, snap. Notre Dame's pretty good. Florida State's pretty good, right? Maybe Florida State might make some noise in the ACC against Clemson. We'll see. Fast forward to this this past Saturday, Florida State's at home against Division II Jacksonville State University, the Gamecocks, out of Jacksonville, Alabama. If you're not familiar with Jacksonville, Alabama, it's kind of northern Alabama, about an hour and a half before you get to the Georgia state line. Yeah, kind of small school. Fun fact, though, Bobby Bowden, RIP, former coach of Florida State for like four decades, his son Terry Bowden had a coaching stint at Jacksonville State University about four years ago. JSU. But anyway, so J- Jacksonville State is giving Florida State all they can handle and more to where the game is like within a touchdown with like less than a minute or two to go in the game. So it gets down to it, final play of the game. Daggone, Jacksonville State scores a touchdown as running as time's running out. And the Florida State head coach said, I didn't want to run prevent defense because they had that one timeout left. You, sir, you should have been called to the chancellor's office Sunday morning and gone ahead and been issued your body to go find another job. You can't be a power five school and lose to Jacksonville State University. If it was Appalachian State, maybe. You remember when App State was giving dudes the blues year in and year out to the point where they stopped scheduling Appalachian State? Yeah, didn't they beat up on Tennessee one year? They And then they shocked Michigan that one year when they had Denard Robinson at quarterback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So that's my interesting thing right there. Florida State, sit down. Uh, Coach Norville. Pull out the one ass, brother, because it's you're on thin ice and the hot seat. I don't know if you can be on the hot seat and thin ice at the same time. Don't know how you know physics works with that, but you know what I mean. How long he ain't even been there that long? Second year. Yeah, but he's like, I don't know. I don't know if you should give him time. I'm thinking, I don't know. Because I know nothing about Mike Norville. Here's the thing. You would have given him time. Up until he lost like this, that 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 loss week one that was a strong loss because Notre Dame's always a college football playoff team, and you lost by a field goal. So and you were playing with your backup quarterback too. So I mean, a lot of things 
things go into that. But man, to come and lay this egg against Jacksonville State, whatever equity he had built and time that they were going to give him, it's like it, it gets erased. <sighs> that is a humdinger. I don't know, man. I mean, you rolling with them. You got him. You got it. You you hired him, I guess. And in this day and age, man, it's not like it used to be. Obviously, they get rid of him pretty quick anyway. So it's like they don't even care what the buyout is. Yeah, shit, man. Get get your monies, you know. But uh, definitely, that is some bullshit. I'll tell you what, my duck's fucking doing some shit. I tried and then you texted you. me that shit. I said, I said, oh, God. <laughs> There's a whole quarter left. And you See, know what's going to happen. It doesn't See it too many times. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. So I you typed know, in too soon, and then I didn't say a damn thing until way after it was over. <laughs> so it's, it's different when it's your team and you say something too soon. But somebody else says something. It doesn't count. I uh, yeah, I guess you could look at it <laughs> like that, but I man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about this. It's a bad juju going on here. But they pulled it out. I could not believe it, man. That was a good ass game too. Yeah, man. Yo, did you see um after the game somebody put a rubber duck in the center of Ohio State's field on the fifty yard line? I did not see that. That's funny. Yeah, man, ESPN was showing it. it was like this one singular duck sitting right on the 50. Did you watch Auburn? Uh, bits and pieces. Um, I watched the first two drives, and then when they put up, like, field goals, I checked out for a little bit and watched some other games. And then I went back, and they were only up, like, still 6 nothing. And I heard the band playing the Avengers Assemble music. And it made me mad. I'm like, we don't need to assemble the Avengers. We're playing a D a D three school. Come on now. And I got mad again and changed and watched another game. And then I checked back in around like right before halftime. And then they were rolling. And then so I, I stayed on for the rest of the game at that point. Who'd you say they play? Alabama State. Oh yeah. They got rooted. But Alabama State's band won. Oh man, those bands always win. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I don't like our coach, man. He, oh, he Brian Holland. Harson. Brian Hodgen. <laughs> yeah. Brian yeah. Harmon. <laughs> man, he just does not exude confidence in his interviews. Like he was on um he did a presser today and it aired it on Sports Center about going into Happy Valley to play Penn State this weekend. And it just did not make me feel good about this game. Now, I don't know a lot about him. I Is don't he uh, from up north? Him. I don't know nothing about him. Okay. He might be one of those up, you know, those northern people. They're kind of like, you know, they don't, have, they, don't, they don't get the whole hospitality thing. Well, no, he, he's very hospitable. I'm just saying it's from a, from a coaching perspective. He ain't saying a lot to me. Is like if I was a reporter, or if I'm just like alumni, and I hear him speak. Well, I am alumni, so I hear him speak. I don't know if I could trust you. Like I don't. A, 
you give me coach speak, you're not saying anything real. But even in the coach speak, it's like all over the map. Like, come on, man, answer the question or not answer the question. Do what Saban does. That should be the model for every college coach. Whatever Saban's doing, do it that way. Man, just go get Bobby P. Go get Bobby P. Dude, you know they flirt with him every couple of years. I mean, they should have just went and got his ass. I don't, I don't I really understand. Thought that's what they were going to do. They need to. They need I to. Know. I'm not about to get my blood pressure up about Auburn football on a Monday. Ah, he shouldn't. Bama did what they do. It's Mercer, so. And then, oh, God, Georgia did some. Whew, that was a route in 56 to 7. He dirty. Ooh. Yeah, you know, all right, here's a rant. I got a rant, man. Cue the music. I can't stand these schools when they're losing big, getting blown out, and they bring out their own flavor of turnover chain. Like... You should not be celebrating because you got the interception of the fumble recovery when the team that you're playing against has hung up 60 points on you. That that turnover chain should have been locked away till next week. And UAB, UAB brings out a turnover dragon. For people who don't know, UAB Blazers out of Birmingham, Alabama, their mascot is a dragon. They got a dragon skull on a chain, bro. Come on now. Now, it would have been fresh if it had like some diamonds in it or some some bedazzlement, some bejewels. But you're losing sixty to nothing. Come on, that's my rant, man. Do better, be better, and stop bringing out turnover chains or belts or robes when you're getting the doors blown off. True that, man. That's just a little ridiculous. A little ridiculous. A little ridiculous. I think uh, Miami tried to bring it out last week a little bit for yeah, some Miami reason. Did. But Miami's the one that created it, so they're going to always do it. Yeah, but... I don't think they should, but... Miami's I mean, not when you're getting your ass whooped by Bama fucking out the ass. Do it when you're true. winning or it's some kind of semblance of a game. You know what I mean? So yeah, I feel you. And we got uh, other notable scores going on. Tennessee got beat. Hell yeah. Although not bad, but still, they got beat. <laughs> um, Texas and Arkansas. That one's not surprising, but it kind of surprised me. And I'm uh, I'm glad, man. Arkansas been down for a minute. That's going to be interesting over there. They're in the West, so I don't know how interesting, but they – Hell, they couldn't get any worse when Bielema was there. No. So, on the up. He's at Virginia Tech now? Bielema is at Illinois. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he is at Illinois because that first and the season they, they won. They did. And then they got their ass beat by Virginia this past weekend. Bought it too. par for the course. Yeah. I mean, he's where he needs to be, though, man. What was the Big Ten West or something? I don't know. Like, he should be. That's He's close to home, man. He got his money. Chill. Enjoy it, man. You're not in a, you know, you're not in the SEC West anymore. 
I don't know how, you know, I guess they kind of expected him to turn it around, but uh, really? I mean, yeah, he should have done better than he did, but yeah, you know, that's a, that's a, it's a hard league. It's, and it's also hard to like relate to the players. And I think the biggest thing with the SEC, like coaches don't realize you got to deal with the boosters. Oh like, yeah. The, that's first and foremost, the boosters are who you really, really got to deal with. If you got the patience, to deal with them and you got the balls to not kiss their ass or you feel like you should kiss their ass, then you'll be all right. Because those are the people that are ultimately going to determine how much time you get. I mean, you got to show them something, but, you know, if you make them feel good about themselves, they'll keep you around. It's all about that money, honey. And them winnings. Winning, winning monies. Ah, it's a dirty game. It's a dirty game. Dessert. You know what? We got some picks, man. Let's uh, let's get into some picks that we got going on for next week. <laughs> oh man, I'm looking at some of these games and uh, Yama. There's a ton Did of them. Do picks last week. We doing picks every week, man, but we're just okay, not well, we can't Well reason I ask, I was wondering like how we did compared to you know what we picked and Oh outcome. yeah. I think um it was the week before. Okay. And uh I think we did <laughs> You know what? I have no idea. I know I got a couple of them, right? Well we'll start now, keeping keeping track. Yeah, we're gonna uh we are going to definitely start keeping up now. So um, let's go ahead and see what's on the docket. We can't get into all of them because it's too many, but just the uh, interesting ones. So Michigan State at Miami, my friend. What are you thinking about this game? Michigan State at Miami. Mike D'Antonio still the coach of Michigan State? I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Uh Hold on, because that's going to determine what I decide to do. If Mike D'Antonio is still there, then I'm going Michigan State. Okay. Um, let's, let's come back to that one. All right. No problem. You know what? I'm going Michigan State. Look Okay, so not, you're gonna go Michigan opinion. State. You said Michigan State. Yep. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, this one's for Lucy B. I don't even know what they did last week. I need to look that up. We got Arizona State and BYU. And actually, I didn't pick the last one. I'll do that in a second. I'm gonna go BYU on this one. What do you think? I'm going with the Fighting Herms. I like that. I'm just picking BYU to pick them, but. I do like the fighting Herms. Okay, now the last game was Michigan State, and what was it again? Miami. Miami. I'm going to go Miami. Let's just say Miami. All right. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, buddy. Bama and Florida. Now, Bama ain't been out to the swamp since 2011 or something, right? It's been a minute. Dude, I think they said it's been like 
like over ten years. Yeah. So yeah, that would be 2011. Yo, also Bama's a 15 and a half point favorite. Baby. So um, I'm a. You already know where my pick is. My pick's going with Bama. Oh, you know I'm picking Bama too. Oh baby, let's go ahead and go to this one because I don't know what they're doing. Florida State at Wake Forest. Wake. I'm gonna pick uh, FSU. I'm think they're gonna bounce back. All right, I don't let's think bounce back on the road. Hmm, you might be right, my friend. And Wake is known for stealing a game that they shouldn't shouldn't steal. So I'm going to Demon Deacons. That's not a bad pick. All right, let's get into. Oh, well, this is going to be a good one for uh, for Auburn because we're going to see. We got Auburn at Penn State. That's a 6.30 p.m. ABC game. Beaver Stadium. Reezy. Um, We are a four-and-a-half-point underdog, but it's technically a night game. We'll start off with sun, but finish as a night game. Auburn plays really well second half at night, so I'm going with Auburn in a close one. Nice. I'm going to go Penn State. <laughs> Just because... All right, next pick. This is easy. Oregon, Stony Brook. Come on. Who the hell is Stony Brook? That shouldn't even be on the on the pick em schedule, man. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stony All right. Brook sounds like a high school. Yeah, that is uh, that is a bit ridiculous. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh. What do you think about this? Because, you know, Iowa State's not looking so hot. What do you think about this Iowa State-UNLV game? I watched UNLV randomly. Um, It wasn't random. They were playing the Herms the other night, Saturday. UNLV's got some talent. I'm going with UNLV for the upset. Nice. I'm going to go with UNLV as well. I think Iowa State is not good, as everybody thinks. Dude, they got a quarterback for UNLV. Like, I don't want to like speak in hyperbole, but he made like a Lamar Jackson type move. Like the pocket broke down, all the receivers recovered. He was like on the twelve yard line, ran it in, took off from the five, and just dove, and and just flew over everybody. Got hit and flipped into the end zone. Got up like it wasn't nothing. Nice. Nice. I like seeing that kind of a quarterback, man. Exciting. All right. Going to do a couple more, and then we'll wrap it up on the college picks. What do you think about Fresno State and UCLA? UCLA. I'm going Fresno State. I only ride with Fresno State if they got somebody last name Carr playing for them. <laughs> All right. Last one. Uh, I'm going to do another Pac-12 or let's see. Man, I don't know, man. I got one for you. Okay. I'm going off the beaten path here. You ready? Hold on. Let me pull it up real quick because I want to want to sprinkle some of these in every now and then get some some visibility to it Um, because I was looking at it the other day and I was like, man, that game – 
might actually be something I need to see if I can watch on TV somewhere. But um, hold on, lost it. Where to go? All right. So Grambling is playing University of Houston. Um, Grambling HBCU, University of Houston. Of course, they're in the the AAC, but they just got accepted into the Big Twelve. Out of pure curiosity, I want to see how good Grambling is compared to this team. Like, is it going to be another Jacksonville State FSU type of thing? So, I don't know, man. What you think? I think that's interesting as hell. I don't know that I'm smart enough. Interesting. Florida A and M is playing South Florida. South Florida is zero and two. Florida A and M. USF, right? Huh? That's USF, right? Yeah, USF. That's going to be a good one. Hey, so between the USF, Florida A and M, I'm gonna go with Florida A and M because US USF they got to win this week. So they're going to be desperate. Desperation makes mistakes. Okay. I like that. I like that. I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with A&M as well. What do you think about Alcorn State in uh, South Alabama? Ooh. Let's see. Wait, Alcorn. Game. Alcorn. I've said it wrong. Alcorn. I, reluctantly, I'm going to have to go with South Alabama on that one. Because you. when I saw um, Alcorn a week ago, I I wasn't too too impressed, and I really don't think they got the horses to go with South Alabama. Not like South Alabama, some sort of powerhouse, but I mean, better facilities, more players on scholarship. You know how it goes. Yeah, Football I'm gonna go with war of attrition. I feel you. Sticking with the Air McNairs. I know his brother's still out there coaching, and uh, uh, his nephew's on the team. So yeah, gonna go with Alcorn. And then last one here because it's Dion. Jackson State at Jackson uh, State. UL Monroe. Jackson State. If pick Dion's Jackson coaching, State. you yeah. might as well just go ahead and write that down as my pick. Dion versus whoever. Oh, yeah. Like, pencil me in. If we, if we like, picking Jackson State the rest of the season, just go ahead and say Reezy's picking Jackson State. Gotta love it. Right now in NFL action, the Ravens 17. Raiders 10. I already know, I already told you, the Raiders are fucking cursed. So they won't sniff any more playoffs until the Davises are done with ownership. Sell your shit, Mark. Sell that shit. You ain't had a Super Bowl since 1969. Al Davis fucked it up. It's all right. He's still a fucking visionary legend. It's okay. Nobody's mad at Al. Give the shit up. Give it up. It's done. Car. He's fucked. Get him out. Fuck him. Get Carr out. I take Aaron Rodgers. Go get Aaron. Go get him. Go get him. Go get him now. Do you want to win now? Get rid of Derek Carr. Get rid of John Gruden. He's washed up. Fuck him. Get rid of him. This shit ain't working. It's not working. Fuck you, Raiders. God damn you. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm going on a rant. I'm pissed. It's just another season of fucking bullshit. That's it. So get rid of Derek Carr, but for who? I don't give a damn. Shit. Go after Aaron. Go fucking get some draft picks at this point 
And get rid of Mariota, too. He sucked. It don't matter. I think that one good play this game. Oh, whoa, boo. Fuck him. <laughs> I swear, man. They get rid of all the good players, and then <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense, man. I'm fucking like, I'm just so done with them right now. It's like I'm just watching, man. This shit ain't no fun because we know the outcome. They ain't going to do shit. They're going to lose this fucking game. I guarantee that. You got Lamar Jackson. He's fucking, I mean, he's amazing. And he's like without a lot of his weapons, too. Exactly. But he's they have no running himself. backs. And look at him. Fucking shit. I'm trying to throw this shit. All right. Um, so, NFL. Now, I did some NFL watching this weekend, and we had some surprise games. Man, your boy Dak looks so good. They lost, dude, but they look good. They surprised me, bro. They're for real this year. I can't believe I'm saying this shit. They didn't lose. The kicker lost. Oh. Stings. I mean, he missed two extra points and a field goal, or it was two field goals and an extra point. Either way, those points that he like goofed that those are the points that cost us the game. And they kept trying to say, well, you know, he just had back surgery. I'm like, okay, then put him on IR and find somebody whose back wasn't surgically repaired. It, it just seems like common sense to me. If the dude isn't necessarily kicking properly due to recent back surgery, take him out of the game. He shouldn't have dressed. He should have stayed in Dallas. Yeah, y'all got screwed. Man, I missed the short ones, too. If you just would have made one of them, bro. But it did give me hope. Oh, man, y'all looked good. Yeah, man, I tried to um, tweet Jerry Jones and be like, hey, man, bring in some kickers on on Friday. Try some other people out. Go find one of the Grammaticas. Remember the Grammaticas from back in the day? It was like three of them in the NFL. I'm sure they gotta have a son or a nephew in the league, or they can kick somewhere, man. They need to go to uh, ATL and get my cousin Young Hey Kwo, Young Hu Kay. I, I told Young him, Kay, how? I was like, yo, they need to go get the Asian kid out of Atlanta. I'm saying, go get him. Yeah, he's and doing he got it. Swag. Yeah, and Atlanta's fucked. They're cursed. They need to get rid of <laughs> Maddie Ice. Maddie Ice, he's done, man. Yo, speaking of Atlanta, man, do you see what um, TB12 did today? He, no. um, he was doing an interview. Um, he was like on a Zoom call, and like in his background, it's like all this like Tampa Bay stuff, like his jersey and like Super Bowl trophy and stuff like that. But the time on the clock that was near all this stuff, it said 3.28. And you remember Atlanta was up 28-3 on New England before halftime. That fucker. <laughs> that fucker. That's so... <laughs> Come on, man. You, you got to give it to him on that. I do like that, man. Fuck, dude. I hate Tom Brady, but it's like... You got to give it to him. He's a fucking legend, rat bastard. It is what it is. Son of a bitch. I'd take him on the Raiders. Fuck yeah. But he wouldn't. I mean, come on. That that stupid the stupid Raiders. All right, let's not get on that again. Tom Brady is going to get another stupid Super Bowl. 
tired of his shit. Too good. That bastard. And the tuck rule. Mm. Oh, all right. All righty, folks. Um, so, NFL surprises. Pittsburgh got Buffalo. I like Buffalo, but Pittsburgh's pretty good. You know, L.A., they're looking pretty good. L.A. Rams with the Matt Stafford throwing bombs. Yo, throwing Stafford bombs. Throws for 6,000 this year. Throwing bombs out of Detroit. They're cursed. Maybe, maybe he'll be in the Super Bowl, man. Maybe not. I hope not. Never know. Saw Philadelphia. The Bowl, if he's in the Super Bowl, that means my team can't be in the Super Bowl. Who's your team again? Cowboys. Oh, damn it. That's right. <laughs> I keep on thinking uh, you have another team. Yeah, yeah, Cowboys. They're gonna they're gonna do good, man. I've got a feeling about them boys. So that's gonna be. Hey, I think it's gonna be good, my man. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. All right, let's get into some picks real quick, and then uh, get into some news check. So for the NFL picks, do 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 do. These games, New York at Washington. Washington. I'm going Washington. Cincinnati at Chicago. Joe Burrow, baby. Yeah, me too. Chicago, man, they're not going to put in fields. Houston at Cleveland. Uh, Roll with Baker. Yeah, I'm going Cleveland. Los Angeles. uh, Who is this? Uh, I think that's the Rams. Los Angeles Rams. At Indianapolis. No. Uh, oh, yeah, Rams. Yeah, Rams. Carson Wentz, he done. Buffalo at Miami. Uh, Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. New England at New York. <laughs> New England. New England, yep. San Francisco at Philadelphia. I'm going San Fran. I'm going to go San Fran here, too. Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh. I'm going Pittsburgh. New Orleans at Carolina. Uh, New Orleans. Jameis looked good yesterday. Jameis looked damn good. Okay. He's throwing a ball away when he needs to. Throwing his check downs when he needs to. They got it rolling. I'm going with Jameis. He needed LASIK five seasons ago. I'm going with Jameis. (laughs) Denver at Jacksonville. Denver at Jacksonville. Denver. Yo, Bridgewater, man. People sleep on Bridgewater. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going Denver, though. Minnesota at Arizona. 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 Kirk Cousins bust. Atlanta at Tampa. <laughs> Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Hold up. Is Kirk Cousins really a bust if he's been in the league for like 10 years? Well, I guess it depends on what what you think of as a bust. I, think, uh, I, don't, I don't think he's good, but I can't call him a bust considering he was a second-round draft pick and he's still in the league when Robert Griffin III is sitting on ESPN's um, bench. Well, I mean, they got him there because they wanted to win championships. It might not mean he's not a bust, but he definitely didn't live up to expectation. I'll give you that. Hey, but he, hey, he finessed the system, though. He got all the bread. It's all good. I mean, what was that dude on the NB in the NBA? What was his name? Darko or whatever. He was considered Darko a bust, but he made a hundred million dollars. So shit. Man, Darko actually wound up with a championship too. There you go. 
saw in the eye of the beholder. Because he was on that team, I mean, in that draft where we're getting off subject. Never mind, let's go back to the picks. Oh, good. Uh, Do we do Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay? Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, Dallas at Los Angeles Chargers. Dallas. Going with Dallas. Tennessee at Seattle. Seattle. I'm going to go with uh, Seattle. Kansas City at Baltimore. Did you see Tennessee yesterday? Yeah, they were terrible. Kansas City at Baltimore. Ooh. I'm going to roll the dice and go Baltimore. Nah. Kansas City, man. Patty! God, he's amazing. And then we got the Monday night game. <laughs> Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay. Yeah, Aaron's going to bounce back, man. And they will get that one. Four. Do you remember that game? I don't know how much NBA you watch, but like Kobe was mad at, at the Lakers and all the players on the team. And he just just stopped playing and just let them try to figure the thing out. Like they give him the ball and he just give it right back to him. I feel like that's what Aaron Rodgers was doing yesterday. Man, he was horrible. But like he, I feel like that was on purpose. I, th- I feel like that was like some super passive aggressive type stuff. Yeah, you think so? I mean, possibly. I don't know. I'm just spitballing for conjecture, man. Never know. I personally don't think so. But you never know, man. You never know. But you know what I do know about? What up? News check, toasty. Oh yeah, we got to uh, Lucy B is coming in. Courtesy of the West Dolomite University Hotline. probably seen one or two of them, but it was in the midst of, uh, you know, drug use or something else, and I couldn't, I don't, you know, I'm not remembering this shit, you know? 
some people have, they know it all, they know the parts of the movies. You know, it's like a, it's like a hobby almost. Star Wars slander over here. <laughs> you stay in your place, Lucy B. You're not be doing this Star Wars slander. <laughs> I never got in that Star Wars, man. Hey, Star Wars is kind of cool now. I, I kind of like. It. I don't get. I didn't get too into it, but it was. Uh, it was pretty cool. Well, right, y'all some fucking nerds. Anyway, so um, this Matrix movie. Are you gonna go see it? I know Reezy probably is. What about you, Grant? I'm not, probably not, man, because I'm going to be lost. going to be lost on it. Reezy, do you think it looks cool, man? Because I've seen the previews, but you know more about this shit. What are you thinking about the new movie? Dude, all I know is December 22nd. That may or may not be my first time going back to an actual movie theater in almost two years. But I'm definitely going. But hopefully they drop it on HBO Max so I can enjoy it in the comfort of my own home with my own popcorn and my own liquor. Hell yeah. Man, what are you uh what's a currently a liquor of choice, man? Uh I mean I keep it simple, man. You know, Jack, you know, a couple cubes, maybe a little splash of coke. But um you know, like I'm still a uh kettle one guy, you know, kettle one little sprite or maybe a little cranberry twist the line in there, you know, just sit back chill. Nice, nice. Oh, you That's fancy as shit. Really all fancy. He is kind of fancy. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you motherfucker, I like Red Dagger. That shit's good. Red Dagger? What the fuck? <laughs> That's like some wild Irish rose Yo, shit, Lucy. He what the hell is that? Drinks, hey, he probably also drinks Cobra. <laughs> the, 40, the 40 ounces of Cobra or that, um, what was that thing that um, Billy D. Williams used to advertise? Oh, a Cold 45. Day? Yeah. A Schlitz about liquor. Ugh. Oh, that's some good shit, you motherfuckers. Old English. Mm. That shit's terrible, man. That hey, shit's you know good. Y'all don't know shit. Hey, once a year, me and my boy, we'll, we'll jump on the old E, and it's only when we listen to Outkast. Like, that part in the song where um, big boys talk about, you know, sipping on some old E. Ugh, that's Brother Lynch Hong music right there. Ugh, old E. That shit's terrible. That shit tastes like shit. Shut up. Y'all don't know what's good. What, what else we got on the news front, Lucy? All right, let's see what else is going on. We had a new Matrix movie, and also I wanted to mention, because I think it's cooler than that shit, is uh, Venom got a movie coming out with uh, Carnage, and I think it's yeah. going to be Woody Harrelson. That's yeah, yeah, it's going to be dope. Now that I will have to go see. I think that's going to be good. Check it out. What else is going on? So I saw this shit on the news, and then I also uh, uh, saw it on the internet. So... What is going on is, basically, it was at a, a University of Miami game, and a cat had somehow got caught up in the bleachers, right? And it's about to fall down, 
and they um they catch the cat. It's just like from a it's really really up there, man, in a in a fucking stadium or whatever, right? So that's some crazy shit. How the hell? I guess a cat can get in there, but I've never seen that before. So you know, I love cats. I'm a cat guy. Okay, I love kitties. So. Probably the craziest shit I've seen, I was worried about the cat. In a bizarre sequence at Hard Rock Stadium during the Miami Appalachian State game, a cat was dangling from the upper deck and fell into a crowd of fans who used an American flag to break its fall. The group of Hurricane fans then picked up the death-defying feline and presented it to the stadium, Simba-style, to a roar of cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, my go god. Ahead. You you know this one first, man. <laughs> Although the cat didn't seem to be in the best mood and can be seen clawing its heroes. After the rescue, the heroes were identified as Craig and Kimberly Cromer, who are husband and wife, and it was their American flag used in the grab. Craig said while the cat was dangling, <laughs> it urinated on fans below it. Uh, it's unclear how the cat got there in the first place, but the viral video clearly stole the show and uh, attention of both fans and broadcasters who did a play-by-play of the entire uh, ordeal. Uh, the whereabouts of the cat, the cat, since his fall are unknown, but the kitty made it. Well, good for that cat there. I don't want to see a kitty die in a fucked up way, or I like cats, man. They're sweet. That Simba style shit was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I wish I could have been there and seen that whole thing, man. That would have been that would have been pretty good in person, you know. Reza, you love cats, don't you? No. Oh, oh god! Like, I'm I'm actually allergic to them, and I got a friend. She's got one, and. I finally got used to that one to where like I wasn't like itching and stuff like that. But then um her mom moved out here with her and brought her childhood cat. And I went over there for like 30 minutes the other day to um help her fix something. And man, I broke out crazy, like itching, man, like my nose right now still looks like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, that's how bad it was, man. I was, like, on Benadryl, like, Friday night. Like, it was crazy, dude. So, nah, man. I'd have been like, fuck that cat. Oh, man. Like, cats, cats got nine lives, allegedly. So, <laughs> I was going to test that theory that night. Especially, like, the people, you, the cat's peeing on you out of fear. Why are you standing there? Like, clear out. And then, you know what, man? This is a tale of two Americas. That's it. All I got to say. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to go into a thing I'm going to do. My bad. No, no. Hey, read between the lines. Tale of two Americas. Um, oh, yeah. It's definitely white people involved. Hey, I love the kitties, though. I'm glad they saved it. That uh, That's a heartwarming story to me. It would be. I love cats too, though, man. I told you I'm a cat person, so. All right, yeah. let's get on with the getting. So, researchers. When it comes to a certain type of cat and where it's positioned, 
and who is attached to. Anyway. I know Lucy B ain't talking. Anyway, so researchers right now are potty training cows to reduce ammonia emissions. Researchers are potty training cows to go to the bathroom where their feces and urine can be collected and tested, reducing ammonia emissions. When cattle are allowed to retrieve or relieve themselves of these, as they graze, uh, their waste can collect in fields and then these fools, well, this is, this is a little bit different, contaminate local waterways. If confined, to, if confined to a barn, urine and feces can mix together and yield ammonia, an indirect greenhouse gas. Okay, well, that is problematic. So what they're doing here to keep the barns more sanitary and waterways clean and greenhouse gas emissions low, these researchers have started training these cows to urinate and defecate in designated areas. Alrighty then. Interesting. I guess that's going to help some shit. Hey, I seen a dog on YouTube. He shit in the toilet and flushed it. Crazy shit. Okay. So, that whole thing that Lucy just read, um, one of my homies just got a, a new position with a new company. He's an engineer. And that's like a huge thing. Um, people are buying up a lot of land or as much land as they can amass for a good price, of course. And what they're doing, they're making livestock farms and pig farms in an attempt to use the excrement and the gases that come from it to make sustainable fuel. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's like a huge thing. Um, like you'll start seeing, like if you know what to look for, or if you know like anybody that's in that type of field, like you'll know which companies to kind of throw some, some stock money towards. Because within the next two to five years, like, it's really going to start taking off. But if you are the one that, like, owns the land and you can throw a couple of cows on there, a couple of pigs, and just, you know, kind of sit on it for a while, they're going to start coming to you. Hell yeah, that would be nice. So, hey, you know, there you go. Talk to someone today. Hell yeah. Thank you, Reezy. Shit happens. <laughs> I want to see that I have that. Now, that's the drum roll. All right, well, fuck it. Uh, 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 I'm going to do one more. All right, this is kind of a cool thing. I got to take out the trash. My wife is being a biatch. Company seeks candidate to make $1,300 by watching 13 horror movies. A company is seeking a horror fan to get paid $1,300 to watch 13 creepy classics and monitor their heart rate to compare the fear factors of high and low budget films. Finance Buzz, a financial advice website, announced it is seeking a horror movie heart rate analyst to watch 13 horror films with varying budgets and compare the scares from big-budget movies to their low-budget counterparts. The chosen candidate will use a Fitbit 
device to track heart rates while watching the movies. The films selected by the website are Amityville Horror, A Quiet Place, A Quiet Place Part 2, Candyman, Insidious, The Blair Witch, Pro- the Blair Witch Project, Sinister, Get Out, The Purge, Paranormal Activity, and the 2018 remake of Halloween. The lucky candidate hired for this ghostly gig will be paid $1,300 for their efforts. We'll also provide a Fitbit to wear during the movie marathon and a $50 gift card to cover the cost of the movie rentals, the website said. Applications are being accepted through September 26th. The winning candidate will be announced October the 1st. So, you guys going to get down on that? I would have tapped out after the third one that you named. Yeah, I'm not a big horror guy, but hell. Like, 1300 I, I, Man, and then you'd be awake for like 1300 hours afterwards. <laughs> like, dude, like, Amityville Horror, yeah, I can sit through that. And then when he said uh, A Quiet Place, I was like, yeah, I can sit through that. He said A Quiet Place 2. I'm like, that hadn't even come out yet. <laughs> no, out. I'm thinking about Don't Breathe 2. But, I, I don't know anything about horror shit movies that much. Nah, man. Then you said Insidious. Yep. I don't need that $1,300 that bad. Eh, I'm not a really a horror guy, so... Yeah, I think I'd pass on that. Eh, I don't... Uh, I like horror movies, but... Uh, eh. It's it's not not something I think I would I'm really not wouldn't be too excited about it but you know that's just me Lucy B oh, all right motherfuckers I gotta go take out the trash Huzzah! all right Lucy all right. all right Lucy B that was Lucy B courtesy of the West Dolomite University Hotline. Uh, we'll see them or uh, see Lucy on the next podcast, Vintage Video Game Podcast, this Thursday. So, oh man, it is counting on down, my friend. Did you have another rant or you no, did I'm one earlier, all, but yeah, I'm all ranted out. Ranted out, okay, yeah, man. Good to go, my friend. So we're just going to do one more thing, and then we're going to go ahead and get on out of here because it is about that time. But I want to do a segment we call What Would You Do? What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? All right, so what would you do? This is where you have a situation and you have four different, I don't know, alternatives, I guess, right? So what would you do in this situation, Reezy? Meet a hot, hot girl online. She's hot. She's hot. And she's hot in person, too. But she has... Shit breath from holy hell halitosis. It's pretty damn bad. It's bad shit breath. So, you have four options in this. You can bail. 
You could talk it out with her. You could try to ignore her shit breath. Or you could give her a mint and hope for the best. Which one of these are you going with? Scale of one to ten, how far? Oh man, she's she's like, yeah, she's she's in. This is Mmm. Yeah. Oh I'm gonna start with the mint first. And then if the mint don't work? Then I'm gonna go with the talk it out. We're like over the phone talk it out just to figure out because like maybe she's gonna like some medication or something. I got you. That's a good answer, man. Um I'm 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 either one or four. I'm thinking I'd give her a mint. Like maybe one of them strong, like I, I guess I wouldn't know though, man, so I hope I have a mint on me. But if I did, that's what I would do. See man, you gotta always carry that little tin of Altoids with you. Or or them Listerine strips, man. Oof, them bitches are strong. Yo, man, they'll clutch your sinuses in a minute. <laughs> if she got shit breath after that, man, she gotta go to the uh she gotta go get her tongue soldered or some shit, man, because it's pretty serious. She gotta get some help. She gotta get some help. But that's what would you do, folks? Alright, you wanna close it on down or you wanna do any top fives or anything you think? Man, let's run through this top five, man. We've been talking about it for a while. Alright, cool. So what reason now we're talking about we're gonna do a top five of uh guitarists that we enjoy. So let's go ahead let's go ahead and get into it real quick. One second. The top five guitarists here at Everybody Has a Podcast. All right, Reezy, so you go ahead and get into your top five, my friend. All right, man. So number five for me is B.B. King. Um, growing up in the South as a kid, man, it just seems like my grandparents, my mom, my uncle, they always had, like, B.B. King playing somewhere, especially, like, on Saturday nights. Like, I think my um, my granddad or my uncle, they still had, like, an eight-track in one of the vehicles, and... Like, B.B. King just makes me think of, like, some type of, like, smoky club, man. You know, the drinks is flowing, man. The women, you know, back in the day when they had real hair and real asses, you know, they was just <laughs> getting it in. Oh, um, yeah. four, for me, John Mayer. Dude's talented. So much so that he's filling in with the Grateful Dead and touring with them. I should tell you something. Dude got some chops. Uh, number three, Jimi Hendrix. Um, that dude, like, when you hear his music, I don't know, man, it just kind of puts you in a vibe. Like, I can't explain it, but it's just like, man, some of the ways that he would transition, I was like, man, how did he do that? Uh, number two, Carlos Santana. Um, legend. That's all I'm going to say. And number one for me is Prince. That dude is so immensely talented. It is ridiculous. He was amazing that, with guitar. Yes. Anyone that attempts to play any Prince song that he wrote, you better bring it. And if you don't, burn your guitar. Like, his music should not be touched unless you really, really are that dude. 
That's I think Eric me, Clapton said he was like one of the best guitar player he'd ever heard. Yeah, so Prince was uh dude was amazing, man. Indeed, rest in peace. Rest yes, in peace to half my list. <laughs> Mine's kind of the, well, the same as far as resting in peace, but my list is a little bit different. Uh, number five, I'm going to go with Ingve Malmsteen. So this is a classic metal uh, soloist. He had a lot of albums. He's a shredder. Okay, when you're buying this album, this is per, like a lot about technical shredding classic classic metal you know in the vein of like a black sabbath but mm, maybe a little, a little bit more polished but definitely fucking talented uh, so i would say if you're not used to his stuff he has a song called blue it's very it's fucking awesome but it's not blues but it sounds very bluesy the structure is you know not blues but check that out anyway ingve malmsteen number five number four Chuck Schundler. I thought it was Schundler, but it doesn't look like that. It looks like Schuldiner. I can't. These names are sometimes weird and the pronunciations, but I thought I always thought it was Chuck Schundler. I might be wrong. Death. Okay, so rest in peace, Chuck. He died of cancer uh, a while back, I think 03. So death, death metal. His band was death. Basically kind of i don't want, i don't know I, when i when you, when you say somebody invented a genre i'm not really sure but he was definitely one of the forefathers of death metal right highly technical dark often uh, affiliated with satan stuff but i think more with that genre is just just not really the satan stuff it's more fun than anything but this dude if you go listen to him man he's fucking amazing highly technical but still Still amazing. Chuck Schindler, rest in peace. One of the forefathers of death metal there. Um, number three, Randy Rhodes. So Ozzy Osbourne's first guitarist. Rest in peace, Randy. Um, if you know anything about metal, this is not, I don't, I don't really call it metal, man, because I think of metal as a little bit different than some people. I would think about this as maybe classic rock or maybe even, maybe you go back and say, hard rock or even classic metal randy rose man paranoid right crazy train so yeah man he died in a car no uh a plane accident i believe plane crash i think it was rest in peace randy rhodes if you know anything about jackson guitars so rhodes v that's named after randy that rhodes v guitar is known as a metal guitar that's fucking metal that's metal. You buying a Rhodes V, then you're about to shred. Like I hope you know what you're doing. Those are metal guitars. Fuck yeah. So Randy Rhodes, rest in peace. Number three. Number two, Zach Wild. Right? Another Aussie guitarist. Fucking amazing. Go watch anything, Zach Wild. He also had uh he's got a band, Black Label Society. I didn't really get into them. They have a couple of good songs, but as far as what he was known for as being Ozzy's guitarist, one of the best. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say uh, about him. He, he can shred, and he's good. He just doesn't shred. He's got soul, man. He's got soul. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell. 
you know, kind of like Rex Brown with the bass, right? Played bass for Pantera, but like he had the New Orleans bass, man. Zach had that kind of, uh, that flavor with his guitar, but man, that dude's going to be a legend. He already is. Number two, Zach Wilde. Number one on the list, Dimebag Daryl, rest in peace. Pantera, fucking Pantera, the kings of metal. This is one of my favorite bands, not my favorite metal band ever. And Dimebag was fucking legend, man. Dimebag Daryl, rest in peace. And uh, that's my top five. So, yeah, I think that was cool, man. We had kind of uh, a different one. Mine was uh, more metal-oriented, and you had kind of rock, and then, you know, a little bit of blues and stuff. I like it, man. I like it. It's one of those. Would Santana be considered rock? I think so. Okay. He did like a lot of. He's got some different. He kind of crosses over, right? That's what I'm saying. He's like on everybody. Like he's even like he's been on like some pop stuff. He's been on some rock stuff. He's been on some hip hop stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, he's done uh, he's done a lot of different stuff. But I think he started out was like kind of classic rock. I think that that's what that band Santana was. I mean, I didn't uh, do a lot of listening to it, so I. I would plead ignorance on that, but I think he uh, like classic rock and rock, but he's definitely done a lot of different stuff. I know he did some stuff with uh, Rob Thomas, I think, right? Yeah, he did, so. yeah, he did uh, that joint with Rob Thomas, and um, uh, he had that that one um, that one joint with the product G and B, uh, Maria Maria. Oh yeah, yeah. Money, yeah, man. Oh, Santana, Carlos Santana. Oh, yeah. All right, folks, we're gonna go ahead and get this mug closed down for tonight. Gonna shut her on down. You still with me, Reezy? Yes, sir. Okay, all righty. So, man, we got the vintage video game podcast coming Thursday. I know I was talking about the Dreamcast Pi. I talked about it on the last podcast. I was going to do the Wi-Fi. Fucked up. It's a little bit more nerdy than I thought, so I'm going to get an Ethernet cable, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck with it uh, tomorrow and uh, hopefully get that going. doesn't matter, though, because I'm going to have reviews as well. And Retro Gaming News with Lucy B. He's going to be here hanging. And uh, if Reezy wants to drive by, he can too. So we'll just see what's up. Reezy, party hey shot. Provided I haven't floated away with all this rain. We'll see. Hey man, all good. You'll be good, man. Hopefully it won't get too bad out there. It's starting to pick up a little bit. Oh man, be safe, my friend. Words of wisdom. Uh, words of wisdom. If you are a power five school. Don't get beat by a D2 school at home. It's a bad look for the state. Also, if you just lost, don't propose to your girlfriend if you're a Florida State player and just lost a game to Jacksonville State. And Jacksonville State is celebrating behind your proposal. It's a bad look. Oh, damn. That is nuts. Yeah. I got to have to wait. 
Yeah, that's not that's not starting off on a good note. Sign up for counseling now. Hey, that almost reminds me when that stupid uh, God, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but uh, that Boise State game, man, and like the dude was proposing to his girlfriend. He like already did it before he did the announcer, Chris. Oh, yeah. Some shit. That shit was so funny. Niggas think like Chris Johnson, but like not the dick Chris Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, it's something like that, dude. But yeah, that's not starting out on a good note, folks. Don't do that. If you're going to do a proposal, just do it at the park or, you know, somewhere private so she doesn't feel pressured. And then, not only that, man, it's just kind of a spectacle, you know? Yeah, man, public proposals are lame. But that's all I got. Yeah, definitely. Well, guys, you know... The best nation in the world is a donation. So go ahead and go to grantmills.podbean.com. Right-hand corner, subscribe, follow. Those little something-something if you want. We're going to be out here doing it for you. Love you guys. going to be taking it easy every Monday night, every Thursday night, 9 o'clock. This Thursday night, Vintage Video Game Podcast. Tune in. We love you. Shmabba that.